ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead. Service family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book titled Morning and Evening. This is the podcast and this is episode number 588. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 6 reads, I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, keep not back, bring my sons from far, and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Although this message was, according to Dr. Spurgeon, sent to the south and referred to the seed of Israel, it may profitably be a summons to ourselves. Backward we are naturally to all good things and it is a lesson of grace to learn to go forward, amen, in the ways of God. Keep going forward. Move forward in God. I believe it was Moses Moses who said, let's go forward. Many pastors have preached New Year's Eve sermons based upon what Moses said. I do believe, and you have heard me teach and preach and pray, that God's people would move forward. Even if it's just one step, move forward. So, dear friend, are you unconverted? But do you desire to trust in the Lord Jesus? Then keep not back. Go forward. Love invites you. God's love invites you. God's love is extremely solid and real. Unshakable. If you move towards him one step, he'll, he will not cast you out. The promises secure you success. The precious blood of Jesus Christ prepares the way for you. 
Let not sins or fears hinder you, or family members or foes hinder you. But come to Jesus, just as you are. Do you long to pray? Would you pour out your heart before the Lord? Keep not back. The mercy seat is prepared for such as need mercy. A sinner's cries will prevail with God. You are invited, nay, you are commanded to pray. Come, therefore, with boldness to the throne of grace, my dear friend. Are you ready? I mean, are you already saved? Spurgeon says, then keep not back from union with the Lord's people, and most of all with the Lord. Neglect not the ordinances of baptism and the Lord's Supper, which by the way, folks, we're going to have tomorrow. And I marvel at the crowds we have on Sunday. We should not really have that kind of crowd. But uh, some of you people, I think that you're leaving your churches behind. If you're doing that, and you're coming over here, if you're doing that, make sure you leave right. Okay, let your pastor know you left. And, uh, uh, and, uh, and, and you leave with the right attitude and spirit and make sure you didn't make a mess over there uh, and you want to come over here. Um, but we thank God for your coming. However, make sure you're coming in the right way with the right spirit. And so we will be taking communion tomorrow. If you don't have a church home, join us. If you're irreligious and you're not coming out of a church, you this is uh, the first time of being in a church service like this, then uh, come on. Uh, if you are a member of a church, make sure you go to your church first. And if we are uh, having service, you're welcome to come. And you really don't have to tell anybody about that. But if you switch in membership and you want to come over here, regularly uh, and, and not go to your church. I want you to go to your church first or leave right. Write the pastor a letter, let him know, an email, and let him know what you're doing. But if you cause trouble over there, uh, we don't want you to come over here. Anyway, you may be of a timid disposition but you must strive against it, lest it lead you into disobedience. There is a sweet promise made to those who confess, who confess Christ. By no means miss it, lest you come under the condemnation of those who deny him. If you have talents, keep not back from using them. 
hoard not your wealth. Waste not your time. Let not your abilities rust or your influence be unused. Jesus kept not back. Imitate him by being foremost in self-denials and self-sacrifices. Keep not back from close communion with God from boldly appropriating covenant blessings from advancing in the divine life, from prying into the precious mysteries of the love of Christ. Neither, beloved friend, be guilty of keeping others back by your coldness, your harshness, or suspicions. For Jesus' sake, go forward, go forward, go forward yourself and encourage others to do the like. Hell and the leaguered bands of superstition and infidelity are forward to the fight. Don't forget that. The devil is moving forward, so you better move forward lest you get caught up by the devil and the demons of hell and enemies of the cross. O soldiers of the cross, keep not back. Pray, 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 pray without ceasing and keep going forward. Ladies and gentlemen, let's pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you. Lord, for all that you have done and for all that you're doing, even just now. Lord, I praise you and thank you for reminding us, reminding those who are not saved to get saved before it is eternally too late. And Lord, I pray that you would continue to give me deeper understanding in how you work to get people saved. And Holy Father God, thank you for reminding us as saints today to go forward, to move forward, to not backslide, to not quit, to not sit down on you, but to march forward. For we understand that the devil and his demons and his cohorts are marching forward against us, so we must march forward against him. For your glory, your praise, and your honor, in Jesus Christ's name we do pray, and for his sake, amen. Now, dear friend, if you're with us today and you are not born again, you're not saved. Hear the gospel and get saved today. Just go ahead on uh, right now and type up Ephesians. Just type up right there Ephesians, the the last two verses that we and the last one verse that we're dealing with, uh, verse thirty-three. 
you can you can quote it you can quote it from your heart and dear friends those of you who are not truly saved not born again understand with me that you are a sinner just get your Bible go ahead go ahead and get it go ahead and get it understand with me that you are a sinner uh, the Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God we all have failed God no matter how educated we are no matter how uh, talented we are no matter how charismatic we may be or gifted or smart or rich one thing for sure we're all sinners I saw Elon Musk with the Pope uh, today I didn't know he was that tall uh, he was towering over the Pope and the Pope was standing too that's good but it does not matter how much money Elon Musk's Musk's has he's a sinner like me and like the Pope and like the Dalai Lama and like uh, even Joel Osteen the pastor of the largest church in America we're all sinners Jesus Christ is the only man who never sinned in word, thought, or deed and understand with me today that because of our sin there is a punishment for the Bible says very clearly the wages of sin is death in other words what you will get paid at the end of your life at the end if you will of the week of your life is a paycheck called death <coughs> the Pope is going to die Elon Musk is going to die the Dalai Lama has died in the past and this Dalai Lama is going to die even Joel Osteen as nice as he is he's going to die we all are going to die understand that make it very uh, let me make it very clear we die because of our sin we die because of the evil that we have done our evil sinful nature and the sinful choices put that back on and check and uh, pardon me and God wants you to understand that he does love you but you need to understand that if he will allow you to die because of your sins here on earth and leave this beautiful ball 
called Earth, and it's a beautiful place. Contrary to what some people may think, if there's no beauty to you, it's because you're not beautiful on the inside. You are uh, your sin has marred your ability to see. And so, that's good. Can you hear me clearly? Testing one, two, three. Can you hear me clearly? Okay, you need to go back to that and cut the sound on. Because if you can't hear me, they can't. Go ahead and cut it on. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. And so, ladies and gentlemen, pardon me on that. But God wants you to understand that if he allows you to die from this earth, this beautiful place called earth, because of your sins, that he will allow you to go to hell because of your sins if you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Before you leave this earth, and it must be done before you leave this earth, contrary to the lies of popes in the past and the Catholic Church, there is no such thing as a purgatory. There's no such thing as a limbo. There's no such thing as a vestibule where you wait to see if somebody prays you or pays you out of hell. That won't be happening. So you must do this on this side of the grave. And the Bible makes it very clear. Old Testament and New Testament. Jesus Christ makes it very clear. My dear friend. That hell is real. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than all of the prophets of the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than all of the apostles. And sadly, Jesus Christ preached more on hell more than most preachers living today. And he preached hard and on hell and he did not lie because he cannot lie and he was not playing because he doesn't play so understand that don't believe the lie that God is so loving towards me that he won't let me go to hell God does not let anybody go to hell my dear friend 
you, you, you lead yourself to hell. You cause yourself to go to hell by not believing in his son, Jesus Christ, who he sent to die on the cross for your sins. He took your place and he paid your sin debt. His name is Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross, the cruelest death in the history of the world, the most humiliating death in the history of the world, the most painful death in the history of the world. He died on the cross for your sins and for mine. Uh, the fact that Jesus Christ died the way he did tells you how bad sin is in God's sight. He is the sacrificial uh, Passover lamb of God for the sins of the world. He never sinned in word, thought, in, or deed. And he was born of the Virgin Mary. And no man had sex with Mary before Jesus Christ was born. He was born of God in a miraculous way. And then he proved himself to be the Son of God, yea God, because the other name for Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. By walking on the water that he made, by feeding thousands with a box lunch, by telling the waves of the sea to sit down in the wind, to shut up by saying, peace be still, because he made the winds and he made the waves. He broke up funerals because he raised the dead. He went to the tomb of Lazarus, his friend, and the brother of Martha and Mary and said, Lazarus, come forth. Somebody said, because he is God, the Son of God, and, and if he is the Son of God, he is God, please understand. And someone said that if he had not called Lazarus' name, everybody in the grave would have come out because he is the Son of God. And then he chose to suffer and to bleed and to die a cruel death on the cross. He was buried in a borrowed tomb and raised from the dead. And he arose from the dead early one Sunday morning. That's why we celebrate something called Easter. We call it Resurrection Sunday. If you don't know him, I would encourage you to get to know him, for all power is in his hands. So hell is bad news, but I have some good news for you, my dear friend. The good news is uttered by none other than Jesus Christ himself, the Son of God. He said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. 
Do you know him? Or do you just know church membership? Do you know him? Or do you just know you got baptized at the age of 13? Or that you were somehow Christian? You're going by a picture that your father and mother took of you when you were Christian in church. And really there's no such thing as being Christianing. You don't know what you're doing. And uh, sad to say your parents really don't know what they're doing. It does not mean that you're saved just because you were Christian in church. Uh, little baby dedications are wonderful and beautiful, but they really don't mean anything. And just because you have a picture of it does not mean that you are a Christian. Uh, you become a Christian by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, knowing what you're doing and doing it on purpose. Just because you have been in the church all of your life, like I was, does not mean that you're saved. And deep down, I think you know that you're not saved. God is not interested in fooling anybody. God is not interested in uh, making, uh, uh, having people to think they're saved when they're not. I believe, on the contrary, I believe that I believe with all of my heart. You can be in church all of your life, and deep down, still know you're lost. You may not know how to get saved, but I believe that you're just like I was. I knew my dad was a preacher, my mother was a preacher, we were in church every Sunday, sometimes multiple times on Sunday for a singing or for uh, food on the ground and then BTU and then choir rehearsal and all of that. And I was lost and on my way to hell. I didn't know I was going to hell, but I knew that I didn't have what Jesus Christ was offering. I knew I was not saved. Deep down in my soul, I cannot explain it to you. And you're that way too. You're religious but lost. And here's your answer to your problem. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. All you need to do according to Jesus Christ himself is believe in him, trust in him, have faith in him. Are you willing to do that? Please do so. And then the Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's call on his name right now and make sure that you're saved if you're religious, church-going, but lost. And if you're irreligious, let's get saved. Follow me in prayer, the sinner's prayer, and pray and ask the Lord to save you and he'll save you. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I have sinned against you repeatedly. I've done evil in your sight and you know it. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy in grace upon my wretched and wicked soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins. 
my failures and my faults. As I now believe in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe in you. And I believe that you suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose on the third day. By your power. Please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent. Help me to change and help me to turn from my evil life. Help me to follow you, Lord Jesus Christ, into the new life. For it is in your holy name, Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart, may I say to you congratulations for doing the most important thing in life. Please go to GospelLightSociety.com or GospelLightHouseOfPrayer.com and read my discipleship book my next steps book titled what to do after I enter through the door read it free of charge and you will be well on your way to living a successful Christian life as a new disciple of Christ it'll tell you exactly what your next steps should be also uh, Please email us and let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you. Uh, and my daughter, uh, Danielle Elizabeth Brelove White, will send you some materials to help you to grow in the faith, other than the book, and uh, to help you to become a strong disciple. And if you have a prayer request, if you're going through a difficult time right now and you need help from God, uh, send in your prayer requests. We have prayed for thousands of people and we'll be glad to pray for you. Send in your specific need. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior as he did, here is how you can be saved from the hell to come and walk with the Lord morning and evening in this life until you go to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner 
and that you have broken God's laws. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty. There is a punishment for sin always. The Holy Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Third, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now. If you have never trusted, if you have never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you have never received his free gift of salvation, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Why? Because he loves us and he wants to save us from that awful place so that we can go to heaven when we die. Jesus Christ said in one sermon in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, but the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and uh, whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, hell is bad news, dear friend, but I have some good news for you. You don't have to go to hell when you die. You can go to heaven. For Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that includes you, that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe that he died for your sins, he suffered, he bled, and he died for your sins and for mine. And for everybody in the world, he was buried, and he rose from the dead by the power of God for you, so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will save you. Romans 10:9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So, dear friend, if you want to trust Christ as your Savior today, so that you can avoid going to hell and go to heaven when you die. 
pray this simple prayer with me called the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins, and today I choose to turn from my sins with your help. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried and rose on the third day. I do believe with all of my heart on the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past. Help me to turn from my evil life and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your name I pray, amen. Dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, Allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trust that Jesus Christ is your Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.